Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wajahat Ali. Waj, happy new year. 2023, and it's good to know that we can at least rely, Danielle, on the Republicans to be incompetent, uh, to be dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. to be extremist. And and I know I'm jumping into it, but I just just can't. And and to know that they, they really, really love Really love one black man in particular, their favorite black man year after mm-hmm. year, going back to 2017. You yes. want to take a guess? Uh, Martin Luther King. Nope, nope, nope. Frederick Douglass. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> in 2023, their favorite black man is Frederick Douglass, which is great, but unfortunately, he's dead. Yeah, but he is their favorite Republican. Um, they have brought him out along with a uh their new token black since Herschel Walker, the last time that we gathered together, uh, it was in celebration of the defeat of Herschel Walker, which in and of itself, the fact that the man was nominated to be a Republican senator from the state of Georgia was an insult to, frankly, it should have been an insult to all Republicans, but I realized that people with no values and no morals cannot be insulted, nor can they be shamed. But now... Waj, you know, you know how everybody says new year, new me, right? Like, oh, they got their resolutions together. They're like getting their life together. Well, like you said, we can always count on the Republicans for the same old shit uh, with a different face. And right now, as we tape this, folks, we have now gone through six speaker <laughs> votes, um, six votes. Uh, without a Speaker of the House, which nope. has not happened, dear friends, since 1923. So not for 100 years has the party that is in control of the House, by whatever margin, not been able to unanimously come up with a Speaker of the House. And it is Kevin McCarthy who is sitting there with his hands on his face, wondering why he is not being coronated 
on this good, good new year. Can you tell folks, Waj, why Kevin McCarthy now has a target on his back from 20 insurrectionist domestic terrorists? Yeah, so Kevin McCarthy is the same man who prostrated himself in front of the golden calf of MAGA and Donald Trump precisely because he dreamt and openly predicted that he would be the next House Speaker. In fact, a couple of years ago, he's the one who bragged that he looks forward to taking the gavel from Nancy Pelosi. And he joked, ha ha ha, I'll try my best not to bang her over the head. But no, no, I'll just bang the gavel instead. And yet look at 2023, where that gavel is actually being used by the 20 House Republicans to bang him upside the head. Because what we're witnessing, Danielle, is that Kevin McCarthy is not extreme enough for mm-hmm. the extremist Republicans who demand these absurd concessions that will allow them to hijack the government, the debt ceiling, right? And specifically, they want this threshold vote where with a simple vote, they can oust the speaker. So essentially, they're like, listen, Kevin McCarthy, you got to change the rules. So if we don't like you, we can bring up a simple vote and pretty much like kick you out. And so what they want of McCarthy is basically, I'm going to do an old school reference because I'm an old head, but I think it's exquisite. They want him to be the dead body at Weekend of Bernie's 2. Not Weekend of Bernie's 1, Weekend Mm -hmm. of Bernie's 2 when he was even more decomposed. And Kevin McCarthy, because I think he still has a scintilla, an excellent SAT word, thank you, I was an English major, uh, of spine left in his amoebic uh, sack of flesh body, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. like, uh, no, 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 I'm going to hold on. But what's happened is that these 20 MAGA Republicans from the House Freedom Caucus, led in part by Jordan uh, and Gosar and Boebert, you know, just the creme de la creme, they realize, and pardon my English, they have the Republicans by the balls. Why? Because the House majority only exists with four votes, including the vote of George Santos, if that is even his name. They cannot afford to lose anyone. And so they're like, listen, we're 20. We're united. We're going to have a united front. Our base is MAGA. And even if Trump comes against us, what did Boebert do today? She, she called out Trump from, from the House floor. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's McCarthy's boss, F you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So this is what happens, Danielle, mm-hmm. when you negotiate with terrorists. Mm-hmm. When you let the terrorists inside, you mm-hmm. let them take over. When you coddle them, when you, you, you say nothing when they dine with Nick Fuentes, the white nationalist, when you say nothing when they you know, cooperate with Trump to do a coup, when you say nothing when they're complete freaks like Boebert, what happens? They amass power. And instead of turning against the Democrats, they turn against McCarthy, who is now seen as a weight elite establishment dinosaur. And so my prediction this Wednesday, right before this drops on Thursday, is that no matter what happens, Danielle, knowing mm-hmm. MAGA, studying MAGA, writing about MAGA, talking about MAGA, they see concession as weakness. They see compromise as weakness. Their sole purpose is to own the libs. They do never yes. want to be seen as owned or weak and insecure. So if they turn around now after all of this and give McCarthy the votes, their extremist base will see them as sellouts, which my prediction is McCarthy's dead. He just hasn't been told that he's a corpse. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to go either to Scalise, because I don't think Jordan can rally the moderates, or it's going to go to Stefanik. So... One, your assertion is incredibly right in terms of who goes up to bat next after McCarthy is notified that he has flatlined and that there is no resuscitation that is going to happen. I think that 
you know, and I've said this and, and, and you just said it eloquently as well, is that this is what happens when you invite the monsters to dinner. Mm. You become their supper, right? Like, <laughs> you know, Kevin McCarthy is, <clears throat> to your point, an amoeba, a spineless man, a jellyfish without the stinger. He is someone who has no allegiance but to money and to power. That's right. And even for those that have spent their careers like a Lauren Boebert, like a Marjorie Taylor Greene, kissing the ring of Donald Trump and courting the white supremacists of MAGA, they know where their allegiance lies. Now, I don't agree with where the fuck their allegiance lies because I think that they are disgusting, white supremacist, racist, misogynist, homophobic, transphobic people. Nonetheless, they've taken a side. Kevin McCarthy, however, has never taken a stand. And when he did, when we saw him for, I think, maybe four minutes on the floor after the insurrectionists tried to kill him and his colleagues, he wagged a finger at Donald Trump only to fly down there that same week. And kiss the ring. So sorry, boss. So sorry, boss. Mm. Didn't mean it, boss. Right? So even in this eat or be eaten MAGA climate, Kevin McCarthy is not their guy because Kevin McCarthy doesn't stand for anything. He's not standing against them and saying, no, this is not who the Republican Party is. And if he had, they wouldn't have risen up to the type of power that they wield. Now, imagine how fucking fractured our government is, Wash, that 20 people can hijack the entire process. 20 people can thwart the will of over 400. And, and those 20 Danielle, and it's a big story that we always forget, we're part and parcel of the coup attempt. You know, many of them include individuals who allegedly asked Trump for a premature pardon, a totally normal thing that non-criminals do, by the way, right? Uh, and we all, it just told you and me, of course, I've always asked for premature pardons for crimes, of course, that we haven't committed. Uh, and also no, another big piece of news. That. Yeah, always. <laughs> it's, like, it's like on my on my Monday checklist. Uh, and also something that we aren't talking about just about two weeks ago, Talking Points Memo got Mark Meadows text uh, from the House committee, and it showed that nearly three dozen Republicans contacted Mark Meadows. And I'm talking about Republican congressmen, people who are in office, supporting him and supporting Trump's coup attempt. Uh, and so th these are the types. It's not just extremists. It's violent insurrectionists. It's people who are against democracy, people who are against majority rule. People are against the democratic process who are now seated in the house, our house, the people's house, who have the power given to them by folks like Kevin McCarthy, like you said, who only cares about power and money and influence. And now this is the Faustian bargain, right? The devil has come to collect. The MAGA chickens are coming home to roost with AR-15s. This is the comeuppance. And so we get, the rest of us are allowed, I think, a little bit of catharsis a release, a type of levity to laugh and eat the popcorn. But what I always try to tell folks after that comment is, and I think you and I are onto it, and, and I wish more people were, is that this is where the Republican Party is. This is one of the two major yeah. political parties. So what does that say about democracy? 
and all that BS that you and I had to endure for the past seven years from our uh, colleagues who are paid a lot more money to be consistently wrong about everything is that, oh, the adults in the room will check them. Oh, the Republicans will moderate. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the outlier. Well, yeah, as of today, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the outlier because she's not as extreme enough as Boebert and Gates. What? <laughs> like, I did not have that on my four-day-in bingo card for 2023. That I mean, is it, just... It, it, it is, like, there... It, the fact that the extremists are now not extreme enough. Jim Jordan, not extreme enough because he's going for Marjor because he's going for Kevin McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene, now in a death match with Lauren Boebert, not extreme enough, right? Mm. Lauren Boebert, of all people, calling Marjorie Taylor Greene cuckoo. Bitch, you posted a, a Christmas card with all of your children with weapons of mass destruction and somehow Child Protective Services is not called on you. The audacity of caucasity. Anyway, I say this to say that what should be terrifying, right, while we're all eating popcorn and we're watching the dramedy play out, is that it's going to turn into a horror show mm. for the American people. They can't put together enough votes to get a speaker. They are not going to put together enough votes to pass any legislation. And the matter is at hand that they are evolving in their extremism. The report that came out at the end of the year wash showed us that if not for just, oh, I don't know, a couple of folks who were holding down the fort in Magadam, in Trump's kingdom, we would have had a full-fledged coup. From The New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that forced David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Act Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities. Healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country. Immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun. And candidates in states with razor thin margins. Listen to Build the Change Now wherever you get your podcasts. But we're still operating like this shit is normal. 
Yeah, and it's not normal. And and I'm glad you we, you opened up the uh, uh, the podcast, uh, giving people the historical context context that this is the first time this has happened in um, in a hundred years. Uh, by the way, that went on. How many rounds was that? Like more than a hundred, right? Until they finally got it. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I I feel like right now McCarthy is dug in, <clears throat> right? Because McCarthy does have two hundred plus votes. He has a majority, and I think on the DL McCarthy is backed up by a lot. Uh, of the quote unquote Republican donors who appear to be sophisticated and normal uh, and, 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 you know, uh, work in corporations and sit on the boards, right? And have an air of legitimacy uh, and adulthood. And they realize that, wait, 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 we can tolerate the extremists as long as we have them on a leash. And this is where I believe it's important to, to make the historical connection, right? Like a lot of folks are saying, it's just the 20 extremist Republicans, but the Republican Party is sane. And I say, where have you been for the past 50, 60 years, right? This is uh, the inevitable consequence of this metastasizing cancer that they have fed, right? They have nurtured the Southern strategy on steroids. What, how would you think this would end when you like, literally emboldened uh, racists and segregationists, right? And, and, and people who have this white grievance and white rage, and you did the Willie Horton campaign to, to nuke Mike Dukakis, right? And when you went along with David Duke as a potential candidate, he almost won, by the way, folks. People forget that when David Duke ran. He got like an absurd amount of votes uh, in Louisiana, if I recall, right? What do you think was going to happen when Marjorie Taylor Greene is sitting there at a golf club next to Donald Trump? What did you think is going to happen when Donald Trump is sitting there eating with Kanye and Nick Fuentes? What did you think was going to happen when a majority of your seated or who were supposed to be seated, uh, Republicans were elected in the 2022 elections, are people who promote the big lie. This is what happens. This is the Republican Party, and this is a conservative movement. And I say it's not just the Republican Party. It's the entire conservative ecosystem. Let's yep. not forget Fox News, the podcasts, uh, the, the TV shows, Ginny Mother Effing Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas, who still isn't investigated, the funders. It's the entire movement, Danielle. And if this was black and brown folks doing this, this type of terrorism, this type of stochastic terrorism, like what would happen? What would happen in this country? Pardon me for my rant, but I just feel like it's one of those situations where we coddle and nurture white rage. And then we're shocked yep. that white rage yep. does this. You know, it is. I, I don't even want to go down the what if it were us, right? What if it were black indigenous people of color? What if it were BIPOC people? What if it were queer people? What if it because we know we know what it is. And I think that, you know, to, to your point, this is exactly what happens when instead of arresting white domestic terrorists, we want to do case studies. We want to empathize. We want to understand why you wanted to invade the Capitol building and shit in the halls of democracy. Right. We're not saying to them, oh, no. You like, literally shit in the it, halls of democracy, literally, literally shit in the hall of, of democracy. We're not calling it terrorism, right? We're saying, oh, it's aggression. Oh, it was a protest. Oh, it was anything other than what the fuck we saw with our eyes, right? What do we think is going to happen to your point when you have a justice department that is giving slaps on the wrists to people who walked into the halls of democracy armed, right? What do we think is going to happen right to our government when you have those same folks that stood on that stage on the ellipses 
that are still able to get reelected into government. Right. And be you get sworn this. in. You get this, you Danielle. You get this. Over the holiday, right, Wash, I, I, I'm home on Long Island. And, you know, all the wall-to-wall coverage on Long Island was obviously George Santos, right? Um, my family's from Suffolk County. George Santos was elected uh, in a district in Nassau County. There are two counties on Long Island, folks. And the coverage about George Santos went from, like, entertainment Right. Like, can you believe this to just like absolute shock? To the point where the Republicans of Nassau County were like, we're not renominating this guy in 2024. But I'm saying, oh, so you should get a pat on the back. Why aren't you calling for his resignation right now? Because you need the votes. Because you need the votes. Why was a George Santos allowed to become a member of Congress? Because of Donald Trump. Mm. That's because right. of the normalizing of the grifting and the lying That's right. that we have allowed to, like you had said, metastasize yeah. in this country, we normalized it. Oh, it's totally fine that members of Congress are shifting their holiday parties from their normal places to the Trump location on 16 on, on Pennsylvania Avenue. And paying totally him an absurd normal. amount of money. That's what Bill Barr did. Totally normal that the vice president of the United States, when he was flying into Scotland, decided to stay at a Trump property that was two hours away from the meeting that he was actually having in Scotland. That's what Mike Pence did, folks. And the media just said- And also, Daniel, now you're on the spread and people forget, Saudis did it, foreign governments did it. They realized it's a way to literally pay for play. And we found out uh, over the holiday break that Donald Trump didn't pay taxes in the United States, paid taxes in China, though, and some other foreign countries. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, it's just like, it's so, like, when you lay it out, I get nauseous because I'm just so enraged by the fact that wealthy, white, cis, hetero men get to do whatever the fuck they want. And everyone else either infantilizes them, Mm. like a Susan Collins who says, he'll learn his lesson, Mm. right? Or they deitize them. Mm. Only Donald can fix it. I, I, I just, and so we wonder, how do we get here? And we're laughing at this show, but I'm like, honestly, the 75 million Americans that voted for Donald Trump for a second time in 2020, the 53% that grew to 56% of white women that voted mm. for Donald Trump, They're the ones that are the problem. And I'm not laughing. Mm. 
That's right. You know, we shouldn't laugh because a George Santos, I mean, for those who haven't followed, the latest lie, <laughs> I mean, how many... Lied about his employment, lied about his family, lied about his mom dying in 9-11, dying. lied about yep. being Jewish, lied about his family dying or, or surviving the Holocaust, lied about financial crimes. And as of two days ago, we found out that Brazil yes. is after him for some uh, financial crimes that he allegedly committed in that country. Um, in that man is waiting to be yep. seated. He can't be seated right now because of the Republican dysfunction because they can't elect a speaker uh, of the House. But he will sit because they need his votes and McCarthy needs his votes. But you make a very interesting point that, yes, we laugh at it, but the, the connection that isn't being made is a George Santos. First of all, it's not the talented Mr. Ripley because Mr. Ripley had talent and didn't get caught. So I'm offended by the analogy that a lot of people are making. But there is almost like you have to admire. And, and I know what I'm saying, folks. Uh, I, I say this while, while with a little vomit in my throat. You have to admire the shamelessness of the lies. I know. Because he realized, well, if Donald Trump can lie pretty much every time he speaks and tweets and he can be a vulgarian and he can be racist and he is not only tolerated but praised why not me and so what i've been telling folks is george santos is right where he belongs he's not an outlier i mean the gop should embrace him like come you're one of us you're a little bit more talented and a little bit more reckless when it comes to lying, but uh, we've kind of given it a pass for everyone else, especially our leader, Donald Trump. So why are they acting all like, you know, ashamed? And you saw the photos of him, you know, being shunned by all of his colleagues. I'm like, they should give him a bear hug. You know, he should be sitting there with them in the huddle. Uh, the fact that he's being made as an outlet, I think it comes back to our, our theme, right? This is why it's important because sometimes media institutions fail to connect the dots. These are not outliers. No. These are the natural end results of a Republican Party that has voluntarily chosen to invest in white rage, anger, conspiracy theories, grievance, and lies. What else do you expect? I'm surprised it's only 20 House Republicans. And again, it's a prediction. Let's see. We'll find out tomorrow when we get to round seven. I don't think McCarthy has a chance. And if anything... No. That 20 was going to grow to 25 and 30 and 35 once other Republicans realize that these 20 insurrectionists that we've strengthened are like a fortress and they're going to just stand their ground. And here's the thing that we should all be concerned with. Again, as folks are like, oh, this is so entertaining and this is great. Um, we love to see the Republicans eat themselves, blah, blah, blah. But you see that that can't happen without collateral damage. There you go. And we, unfortunately, as American citizens, are the collateral damage to this. And what is going to happen with these 20 insurrectionist domestic terrorists is that they are now going to be emboldened. They are able to take off the head of Kevin McCarthy, the institutionalized, hmm. right, Kevin McCarthy, who was one of the quote unquote young guns. <laughs> Can you explain that reference to folks? Oh my God. I need to pull, I, I, I will have to pull up. I will have to pull up who posted it recently. I think it was Eamon Mohadeen, but everybody has posted this. Um, is that there was a book, uh, okay, uh, The New Generation of Conservative Leaders. And it was entitled Young Guns. And on the cover is Paul Ryan, Eric <laughs> Cantor, and Kevin McCarthy. And if you know anything 
Paul Ryan lasted as four years of speaker before he was done. Eric Cantor was kicked out. That was, during, that was during the Tea Party Revolution. Yeah. Eric Cantor lost his race, was overwrought by, uh, by the beginning of the conservative uh, MAGA movement, better Correct. known as the Tea Party. And the only one left standing was Kevin McCarthy. So Kevin McCarthy's sitting around and saying, I'm the heir apparent because he was the part of the original three. And so somebody said when they posted the picture of Kevin, uh, of Kevin McCarthy, Eric Cantor and uh, Paul Ryan, they said, caption this. And I captioned it ashes to ashes, dust to dust, (laughs) because every single one has now been annihilated I would by caption their it, own party. I would caption it as Young Guns 2, because if you've seen Young Guns 2, they all die in that one. <laughs> so that's what I'm um, like, just add a two there, because, and, but the difference is, instead of being caught by law enforcement, their own team fragged them. Yep. And and, and, and it's it's a piece I was thinking about writing, uh, but there's so many like thought pieces that come out. I'm like, let me just wait till the end of the week. Because again, going back to the theme, it is the metastasizing cancer of the GOP. The warning side was Eric Cantor, this young guy, Jewish American. He was supposed to like slam dunk his race. And remember, there was an upset and this Tea Party upstart knocked him out. And it was like a shock to the GOP establishment. And then Paul Ryan comes in. He might run for president or vice president. Couldn't stand up to the MAGA extremism. Kevin McCarthy made every stink- single concession. And again, this is what you get when you negotiate with terrorists. It's never enough. You have to meet nope. them with their extremism every step of the way. And the problem is, is the MAGA extremist base can sniff out a fraud. They know McCarthy isn't a true believer. Yep. They know. And this is why I think Stefanik, people are saying at least Stefanik might have a chance. You know, if they were smart, they would go along with her. But they also know that Stefanik is not a true believer because Stefanik came in as this young, wait for it, folks, moderate uh, conservative, and then with Trumpism, did a complete 180 and is now promoting white supremacist conspiracy theories. So they know her track record. Like, literally, uh, Liz Cheney voted for Trump, I think, 93% of the time. Stefanik was at 63%. And Cheney's like, you know what? A violent insurrection is a step too far. And Stefanik's like, I love me some violent insurrectionists. And so, voila, guess who's the number three leader of the Republican Party? Stefanik. So, this is a lesson. I, like, I feel like it's one of those situations where you're Republicans. You lost the midterms of 2018. You lost 2020. You lost 2022. You think you might want to do an audit and pivot. And what's been the result, Daniel? What's never. been the result? Never. Never say never. They're never going to pivot. They're never going to acquiesce. They're never going to give up. I, I, I think that the reality here is that the point is destruction, Mm. right? Like when you invite people who are anti-government into government, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Right? Like these people want nothing more than chaos. I am watching as every single vote goes. Lauren Boebert's smile gets bigger. Matt Gaetz's I, I've never wanted to punch a person in the face more outside of Mitch McConnell. And yes, I don't mean that I'm actually calling for violence, but my God, what a punchable face is Matt Gates. Their grins just get bigger. 
Because there is no demand. They like what? What do people keep saying? They won't take yes for an answer, right? The thing that oh well, now they want to be able to say, change the rules so we can throw out the speaker with one vote. We don't need five. We just want one person to be able to say you're out. That's never going to fucking happen. So what they want is what they're getting. There is no way to please the monster. Yeah. It's right? insa- like, an insatiable appetite. For destruction. And, and you know what? It, it reminds me, you remind me of this uh, movie, which is a really good movie that people should see that they haven't seen called Annihilation, star- starring Natalie Portman. And spoiler alert, it's like the science fiction movie that kind of reveals uh, an alien entity that mimics the human beings, right? And it shows that human beings are naturally self-destructive. So this alien, which is an advanced species, but just simply mimics the the tendencies of the people, resorts to self-destruction. It's it's almost like annihilation. And so I feel like when these Republicans are now meeting their alien counterpart of the 20 Republicans, Mm -hmm. what are you going to get? You're going to get self-destruction. These are the people that you've courted. This is what you've invested in. This is what you've nurtured. Naturally, they're going to bring you down because they want to bring everything down. They believe, allegedly, that America is a Christian nation and that they believe in the kingdom of heaven. And if you follow this theology to the end result, the reason why so many of these right-wing white evangelicals don't care about anything because they're like, what's the point of doing anything about climate change? The world is going to end anyway. It's our playground. And then Jesus will return and we'll get like you know sent to heaven. At the end of the day, it's a nihilistic uh, mm. a, a movement, right? They don't want to govern. They don't believe in government. They don't believe in institutions. They want to privatize everything. You know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. They want to go to the wild, wild west where they have guns and they're in control and they can stand their ground. So when you have clowns who believe like this, who are elected to represent the people and represent a democratic institution, why is anyone surprised that they want to burn down the institution? Let me tell you something. If this is day four of 2023, I can only imagine what day 365 is going to look like because there is just, I think that we are in for an absolute ride on the cuckoo train. Mm. And unfortunately for the rest of us, there is no um, escape hatch. There's no ejection button. (laughs) This is our government. (laughs) And it's one of those things though. I will say this though, Danielle. It's maybe in a hopeful note. Please. The fact that Democrats kept that the Senate, remarkable. The fact that it was supposed to be a red wave based on history and based on the economy and based on, you know, inflation. And yet it was a trickle. They barely won thanks to gerrymandering. And now this complete part of my language shit show that we're witnessing. It could be the slow dissolution of the Republican Party caused by the Republicans themselves. It was always my, look, my, my prediction was that if you see any fascist movement, eventually they destroy themselves, but the problem is they destroy everything else, right? It's right. like a fire right. that consumes itself, but before it consumes itself, it consumes the rest of us. So right. the hope is how do you limit the damage and make them just only kill themselves? And so maybe, just maybe, this fire that we've coddled uh, normalized, mm. mainstreamed, given mm. euphemisms to as economic anxiety, maybe this fire will finally consume the Republican Party and weaken it to an extent that inshallah, the majority of the Democrats can flex. And I will give, you know, we're very critical. I think, I hope 
listeners realize we're very fair as well. We don't sit there and bandwagon Democrats. Uh, we, We criticize them as well. But hats off to the Democrats. Everyone got the memo. Unified. Everyone's unified. They're coming there. They're acting like adults. Some of them are making some snarky comments. They deserve it. You even see AOC with a smile on her face talking to Paul Gosar saying, nope, we're going for Hakeem. We're not, we're not going for McCarthy or anyone else. Uh, credit to effective, smart, democratic leadership that is playing this exquisitely well and watching the Republicans implode from the sidelines. And if you never needed another reminder of what a remarkable run Nancy Pelosi has had, this is it. You will never again see the kind of speaker Mm. uh, that was able to hold everything together and set this Democratic Party up now to be able to deliver for the American people because of her leadership and her steadfastness. And I just I chuckle now as we close out that Kevin McCarthy thought that he was going to take the gavel from Nancy Pelosi and clobber her with it. And it's his own people. It That's, is his exquisite. own people. It is Shakespearean. It's, 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 oh, it's like an Aesop's fable. It should be taught to children. It's a cautionary tale, and yet the Republicans don't learn. Uh, but uh, we have to endure it, and it's another year, and democracy, as we have all seen, has to be fought for and maintained by the vigilant majority. And so I look forward <clears throat> to talking about all of this and the ensuing shit show with you, Danielle, in 2023. Me as well, my friend. That is it for us this week on Democracy-ish. Happy New Year, folks. Happy new shit show. We will be <laughs> back next week if, in fact, we have a country left. Inshallah. Inshallah.